Thank you all once again for being here because this place was very, very important to Jan. Um, I remember discussing um, her favorite Bible verses and she said that her favorites were the ones when Jesus would talk about the children. If anyone knows or remembers, I suppose she helped in the preschool and they would call her Miss Jan and uh, she loved working with the kids. She loved my son. Uh, It was quite amazing to see them together. I, I could literally stand up here and talk about Jan to you for days. But don't worry, I won't. Um, whenever Jan would come into the church, she would come in and smile and shake your hand and tell you some sort of countdown from some important date to her, whether it was going to be a certain date or it just was a certain date. And um, I'll have you know that it is two days since her birthday, January 25th. Jan would keep shaking your hand and you would always truly smile because you were happy to see her. And you wanted to hear whatever she had to say, whatever she had to say. In our scripture today, we get two images of heaven given in the Bible. One's from the Old Testament and one's from the New. And the Lord talks about heaven as a physical place, a real place, not a cloudy place with literal you know, clouds and angels and harps. He talks about it being on the top of a mountain at the New Jerusalem. This is the blessing of Christian heaven, as we learn of it from the Bible. It's a real place. It's a place you can point to on a map. It's a lot like being here, being able to touch things, hug things, love things, eat things, drink things, enjoy them. And it's a place that all who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, his death and his resurrection, will gather at, at one feast. And they'll gather there in their physical body, joined to their soul, in glory. For you see, they're resurrected. Not a body that hurts or is broken, but as we hear in the Revelation, Without imperfection, without tears, without mourning, without pain. And there we will eat and drink and enjoy the finest food, God's gifts of creation, in true communion with our Savior Jesus Christ. For our Savior Jesus has swallowed up death forever. He's defeated it. And that's an amazing promise that you can believe in faith. As Christians, we give thanks to Jesus because we don't have to wait until the end of time for that. In his love, Jesus has given us churches so that this side of death or this side of his return, we can gather often together 
in a high place to hear Jesus speak in his word and to receive him truly in the water of baptism and to receive him in his body and his blood in the Lord's Supper. Here in the high place of this church, the Lutheran Church of the Holy Spirit, heaven and earth meets every time that we meet. And here in this place, Jan, alongside all of her brothers and sisters in Christ, here in this place, Jan found her true family and true community and true belonging in the body of Jesus Christ, which he calls his church, that all are invited to become members of. And something that was really cool is that Jan told us this a lot, that she had found community here. Jan had a very difficult life, and she seemed to often feel sad or upset or in some way was grieving loss. All of us wished that we could take her pain away. We all did. She missed her parents. She missed the way things used to be. But thanks be to God, Jan found peace here, and you could see it in her face, and you could hear it in her words. And thanks be to God, Jan showed us, all of us, what true Christianity looked like. Because any given Sunday, Jan could lift her finger like Jesus does in the gospel and point at us and say, there are my brothers and my sisters. There's my family. I know that they love me. And she always reminded us. She would come to women's Bible study on Mondays and her sisters would always remind her, Jan, you are God's beloved child. You are loved. You belong here. We love you. No matter what she would say. Jan would come here on Sunday and she would be reminded by myself, by my wife, by all of us, Jan, don't worry. You're loved here. Jesus loves you. He's here for you today. Jesus says that one must receive the kingdom of God like a child. Whenever Jan would express her sadness to me, I would remind Jan, Jan, you are God's beloved daughter in whom he is well pleased. You are baptized into the Father and the name of the Son in the name of the Holy Spirit. When Jan would miss her parents who died in the faith or felt guilty, I could remind her with the sure words, Jan, you come up to communion today to commune with Jesus himself. You commune with all of us and all who have died in the faith. Jesus says, this is my body, this is my blood, for the forgiveness of your sins. And Jesus would reach out and comfort her with his real presence. 
Baptism, the Lord's Supper, the scriptures, preaching, singing hymns, all of these call us outside of ourselves, out of the awful feelings that we ruminate over in our hearts, the lies that we tell ourselves in our heads, the terrible thoughts, the angry words that fly around up there. These good things call us out of that, outside of ourselves, to what is true and sure and unchanging, God's unshakable, eternal word. Christ's words, your sins are forgiven. Christ's words, you are my sister, you are my brother. Christ's words, take and eat for the forgiveness of your sins, unchanging, unshakable, true and wholesome words. They're here for you too. Jesus took Jan's pain, Jan's grief. Jesus invites you to give him your pain and your grief. He will nail them to the cross, as Paul writes. He will take them upon himself, as Isaiah says. And he will die with them. And then they are gone. And they are paid for. This peace which surpasses all human understanding. That doesn't really make sense. It surpasses human understanding because it is Christ's peace, which the world out there cannot give. But it is peace from Jesus Christ for you, and it is true, and no one could ever take it from you. We will see Jan again, For now, she's with her beloved Jesus. But when we see her again, it will be in a different place, though a lot like this one. And there, God will have wiped away every tear from Jan's eyes and yours. Death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning or crying or pain anymore. Because the former things will have passed away. Isn't that wonderful? And we see a powerful image in our Revelation reading of Jesus who is seated on his throne in glory. And he says, behold, I am making everything new. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, whoever is thirsty, I will give him or her from the spring of water of life without payment. All of us love Jan. All of us could tell mountains of stories, and I hope that we all do afterwards. We could tell mountains of stories of how just at the right time she would tell you, Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my friend. Jesus says that one must receive the kingdom of God like a child. And when he says this, he's saying that faith is simple trust. Like a child leaning into and relaxing into you when you hold them in your arms. All of you who are my sheep at Holy Spirit, God bless you for the way that you receive Jan.
Thank you so much. When Jesus says, when you receive the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you received me, he was not lying. Thank you for the way that you received Jan into your community. I know that I always look forward to seeing Jan at church, and I couldn't imagine missing a Sunday and missing seeing her. Thank you for loving Jan. You make me proud to be your pastor. We have all taught one another and have learned from Jan kindness and patience and what love is. In closing, I want to remind you that even if you had to remind Jan one million times, Jan, it's okay. Jan, you're loved. Jan, Jesus loves you. Jesus. Jesus died on the cross for you, Jan. Jan, you're a part of our church. You belong here. Even though you may have had to have told her that a million times, I know that it brought you joy to say it every time. And guess what? Every time you reminded Jan of those things, she believed you. Every time you reminded Jan, don't worry, it's okay. God loves you. Jesus loves you. I love you. She believed you. She believed your words. And that's what faith is. Simple trust in words. In Jesus' name and for his sake, amen.